0: Hi and welcome to episode 185 of No Crying in Baseball, the Grown Ass Man episode. My name's Patty. I'm here with my friend Potty Mouth. Hi, Potty Mouth. Hey there. Full approval
1: of the title, by the way. I like that.
0: Thank you. Full approval of, of your nice, cool basement and the nice icy, cold beer. Yeah,
1: so far, except for mine is getting very low, so that oh. tech support call is going to come
0: in very soon. I can I can catch up while you chat. Here, t- right. t- tell me a story while I finish my beer.
1: I will tell you a story that I love the Diamondbacks. They are so much fun. And they've been winning a lot lately. Actually, I should have fucking l- looked that up because it's, it's like 9 out of 11 or something of their last games. And they celebrate them like Dominican style, but it's a bunch of Venezuelans leading it. So I'm guessing maybe they do that in, in Venezuela as well. But my current boyfriend, Eduardo Escobar, along with my very first D-Bax boyfriend, David Peralta, are leading the dance. And they have the rest of the team with them. And it's a whole choreographed thing. The only thing that they got to get straight is the second knee. Like it's, it's knee, knee, and then wiggle, wiggle. And then there's another NeNe thing and they some of them switch and some of them don't. So they're working on the choreography.
0: This is sounding like CPBL celebration to it's, me.
1: Oh, yeah. Way better. Way better, actually. Okay. Actually, they, they should have an MVP dance situation. And actually, Peralta and Escobar are the two guys. And today I retweeted. The cutest TikTok of the two of them dancing to "Iko Iko," which is a song like near and dear to my heart, and they have the moves. They look so good.
0: They do have moves. You know, I I would not if I saw them on the street, I would say they have moves, but I would have no idea who they were. It's so funny Mm -hmm. to see baseball players in street clothes. Like I do not recognize you one bit. But if you had their yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, they 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 do they they got they got the rhythm. They're so cute. Hey, so so the other people who are totally cute, and dare I say? adorable. Hey, I have one sip of beer ready for that. I have one slug of beer. Okay, here goes. Alright, mm. right. good stuff. So so your former boyfriend, Anthony Rizzo, and my former boyfriend, Freddie Freeman, have this bromance that has been blooming over the last couple of weeks, so much so that I think they need a buddy movie. Oh yeah. Or something like find you somebody who looks at you the way that Anthony Rizzo looks at Freddie Freeman from The Pitcher's Mound. Yep. Right. You may have heard that Rizzo (laughs) struck out Freeman. You may have heard that Rizzo yelled Frederick at him trying to like throw him down. And when they had him in a pickle, they are having the best time. And this is what baseball should be. Yep. Baseball should be. Yeah, we're competing. We're absolutely competing, but we're having such a good time. And I want to see the, the Rizzo Freeman bromance movie.
1: They're super wholesome. They both have big, toothy grins. They're, they're yeah. so cute.
0: They seem, again, very authentic. You know, it's just like, this, this, is, this is what you get. I'm not putting on any airs for you. I'm just having a great time because, oh my god, I play a game for a living. Isn't that awesome?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: On today's show, was it a no-hitter? I think so. We've got boyfriend highlights featuring impressive company and roster mishaps on my part. Our police blotter features yet more heartbreak and some bench clearing and a surprising potty mouth. Our COVID report has another ballpark going to 100% and some ballparks using their powers for good. The Pioneer League is cross-training with hockey, and I am completely here for it. The British Baseball Federation screws up and so much more. All right. So Madison Bumgardner pitched a seven-inning game, a complete game, part of a doubleheader, which, as you know, are seven innings. And they consider that a whole game, a whole game, versus Atlanta this week. And there were no hits. And so most of the world would say he no hit them. It was a no hitter. Right. But there's actually something on the books, actually on the books that say a, a no hitter to be called a no hitter has to be nine innings. Oh, I didn't it's know not It's not somebody's opinion. It was a bunch of guys decades ago, probably figuring this out on a napkin that codified <laughs> this somewhere that to be called a no hitter, it has to be. A nine inning game, so we need a new word for it—the athletic or some. I think the athletic was suggesting that we just call it a Baumgartner when when you no hit. Hey, we have tech support. Thank you, tech support. Thank you. You're the best. But it's. It, I mean, like they gave the example of other pitchers having you know g- only giving up one hit in a seven inning game and calling it you know said they, they it was a you know one hitter. Is it that, you know we talked about before? Is, is it a complete game? You know, it's a notable achievement or something. But yeah, I. It feels like they're getting cheated. I can see the technicality, but yuck! It totally does, and and just wait. I think the rest of the superior is yours. I'll take that. I won't argue about that. Thank you.
1: And the the t- this is D backs, by the way, right? This is more of more, more more the D back yep. fund celebration. I think they got to dance for this, and they should have like a special Mad Bum dance. Yep, I would think to for, celebrate that for sure. But I'm with you. I mean, it's not his fault that the rules are stupid.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, stupid, stupid rules. We have stupid rules, and our yep. things too. But you know, That's that, ours were not ours. Our rules, I think, would allow for that to be called a no hitter. Yeah. So,
1: so speaking of our rules, what our rules re- refer to, and we, we've previously mentioned this already on this show, is our baseball boyfriends, and if you have not been with us long, check out our off-season episodes, because we talk about these guys and why they're special, and we each pick one per team per year. So at this point, we've been around so long that we have former boyfriends, and we like to follow them too, because they have a soft spot in our hearts, including Mr. Joey Votto, who is my first Reds boyfriend, and he just got 300 Home runs, which is At one time. amazing. Yeah, you know what? There's there's a um there's the coolest compilation on Twitter of all of his home oh, runs. Wow. Like boom, 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 boom. And it does oh. make you a little bit dizzy, especially because the the pitchers keep switching back and forth. You know, if you have a righty <laughs> or a lefty. But it's pretty amazing, and he is the third. Reds player in history to, to reach this benchmark after the bench Johnny benchmark. Bench. Oh, I see what I you did, did there. It was so accidental. I can't plan I shit it like that. I love it. Johnny Bench had 389, so he has a little ways to go for that. Frank Robinson, 324. That's like within reach. That's totally reachable, yep. But those guys are both Hall of Famers. So the big question is is Joey Votto destined for the
0: Hall? I hope so. I heard a conversation about that and they said, you know, he's such a likable guy Mm -hmm. that that will also work in his favor because it seems like opinions of the person, whether or not that is supposed to be part of the judging is definitely part of the judging now. So him being likable should give him a little bit of a leg up if 300 home runs for the Reds didn't do it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And that's totally like baseball boyfriend stuff is how likable he is. And he's been doing interviews lately in his teammates' high school football jerseys, which is so so cute. He's just so cute in so many ways. He had a curtain call for that. And and he was talking about how it's, you know, that was a moment that he will never forget, being able to go back out to the fans just screaming. And he said he's feeling old. Dude, I know what you feel. His first home (laughs) run was September 5th, 2007 a few moments ago. He's
0: been hitting bombs for a while. Yeah. Wow.
1: Somebody who's started hitting bombs more recently is Vladito, little Vladdy Jr., who is the youngest player now with a three home run seven RBI game, which is a weird stat because he's not the youngest for three home runs. He's the seventh youngest, which is pretty impressive. But he hit I, – I think the, the amazing part about this is he did it off Max Scherzer.
0: Yeah, that was one of those times where I was watching the game saying – Oh, crap. I really want to celebrate for Vladdy, but oh, crap. That's against my team, man. Why, yeah. why against my team? And how would you do this against Max, for God's sake? Oh, my
1: God. That's crazy. And the funny thing is, last year, apparently, Max was one of nine pitchers ever to have struck out both Guerreros, both Daddy and Vladdy. Whereas now
0: Do they have t shirts and say that? One that <laughs> says Daddy and one says Laddie? They totally should. You, you're gonna has, take care of that, aren't you? Has somebody else thought of that? I, don't Did that know. Just, I think you may have just made that up. That, I've never seen that.
1: I think that's great. All right. Hey Guerreros, we got a thing for you. Now though, Max also has the, the esteemed privilege to being one of two pitchers, the other one being Ivan Nova, to have given up father son bonds. <laughs> I don't think
0: he's as excited about that one. Yeah. Wow. I've got to say the word Shane Bieber again, because every week he's setting some new record. And this past Friday, he had 11 Ks against the White Sox, which makes the 18th straight game with eight or more strikeouts, which topped Randy Johnson for the record. He'd been tied with Randy Johnson. That's amazing. Right. So again, good company, right? For that benchmark, but it's not as funny with Randy Johnson. (laughs) Um, He also uh, ended April with 68 strikeouts, which is the most ever for a pitcher for the month of April. So um, you'd think I'd be higher up in the standings for the Fantasy Baseball League, (laughs) but Sean Bieber is not all of my pitchers. He is only one of my pitchers, and he's really carrying the squad yeah. <laughs> or the or the flock, as <laughs> you that would right. call them. See last week's show. So um, other problems that I've been having with, with my, my roster are that um, Christian Pache, who's my, um, my Atlanta boyfriend, had been on the IL for a long time. So he'd been languishing on my IL, um, I think, or I may, have, I may have put him back on the bench. And I didn't realize he got put in the lineup uh, yesterday when Ooh. he hit his first regular season home run, which was a grand slam. Oh, so I got cow. my alert from Yahoo that said, "Yeah, you know, your home run in fantasy baseball." It's like, not points, yeah, not points. He's now on, you know, off the bench. He's now also so, the, and also Clint Frazier, who I was so excited about, and he was just in the longest slump. Mm-hmm. And I was com- going to come in today, absolutely complaining, and and uh, because my hopes were so high. For Clint Fraser, I had to, like, talk down other people who wanted Clint Fraser, who I, people I may be related to. Right. That I had to talk right. out of Clint Frazier and say, no, I get dibs. And he did nothing, did nothing, did nothing. And then I got one of those alerts saying, Clint Fraser hit a home run. I was like, great. Crap, he's on my bench. I moved him off my bench for his second home run. So after nothing, after nothing, two home runs in the last couple of games. So I'm hoping that that's pretty good. Fun fact about Clint Fraser: they just got him on an MLB show asking why he has number 77. As his jersey number, and he said that some rumor had gotten started that he had asked um, the Yankees to release Mickey Mantle's number, number seven, because he wanted it to be number seven. And he said, Of course, I did not do that. And I want people to know that was wrong. I want them to know it was doubly wrong. So oh, I'm wearing 77. So that's a little, little boyfriend point, which makes up for not really the slump he was in but i know he feels worse about the slump than i do right so so the key here is that out of all these baseball
1: boyfriends that we picked in the off season we have made fantasy baseball boyfriend teams and i had a similar error 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 in my lineup with um uh keener Falefa. i keep doing that keener i kind of be able to pronounce my boyfriend's names. But but the Red Sox were playing against the Rangers, and the game that they lost, Keener Falefa got a home run. And I thought, and I got the little Yahoo alert, and I was like, all right, we lost, but at least I got points. Oh, fuck, he's on the bench. And I did not get points. Yeah. But I have learned, I mean, we've only been doing this, what, this is our third
0: fourth. Oh, it's been a while.
1: But but we didn't do we didn't do the um, Yahoo thing last yeah, year. Right. This is I think this is the third year that we've that's done true, that's true, yep. fantasy baseball based on our boyfriends. And I just figured out how to put pitchers on the IL, which is ridiculous because I've been holding LaMette, Denison LaMette from the Padres and that's my flock of pitchers. I picked the Padres. And he's been day to day to day to day. -day. I mean, he's played, you know, a couple innings once. And then this week, I get the alert that Chris Paddock is on the COVID I.O. without any information. It just said it was a medical. Tingler said it was a medical situation. He can't comment on it further. But is it the COVID IL, not just the IL? It's the COVID IL. Okay. It says COVID. At least Yahoo's telling me that he's on the COVID. So I learned how to put both of them on the IL, and I found a couple more Padres to stick in there. So I'm hoping that means I do better this week. Um, I was watching... The White Sox beat up on Cleveland. Stop. Which was me. Which yeah, it was it was a
0: a, a little guess, bit of a beating. I guess my guy Tristan, making up for the fact that, that Shane Bieber beat up on them the night before, yeah. I think is what it was. Like yeah, like pitchers give it and they take it away.
1: Exactly, exactly. And except for you know, your guy Tim Anderson, oh my god, not only a grand slam, but the sexiest defense. He did this like been around to to get the guy out at first. It was just beautiful. Defense is sexy. Yep. And and my guy, so my White sucks guy and 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 here is a little bit of grooming that we talk about every now and then. Uh Jose Abreu doing really well. I'm super happy to have him. He's got he had a ponytail holder on his beard. I do not approve. It's, no.
0: That's not a look. Negative hair above replacement. Right.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, so that's, that's the chin bad. hair, you do have to take care of. If you're gonna grow it long, you know, just keep it at least shaped, but not in an elastic.
0: Yeah, that, nope. that, that's just no not No reason. Right. No. Nope, nope. I hope he listens to us, because mm-hmm. we can really help. We can really help. Uh, police blotter. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. Listen to the sound of my heart breaking again. Oh, shit. So, Roberto Alomar who was, you know, another one of my Cleveland guys from way back. Se- Hall of Famer, second baseman, you know, he played for Cleveland for a long time. Also the Blue Jays for a super long time. He's He, he was until, you know, yesterday or the day before in the, um, the Blue Jays, like circle of excellence. And they had retired his number and all of these things. Um, And we also talked about him recently because he had that team in in Puerto Rico that was a developmental team trying to get kids playing baseball and get them the resources they need. A really good idea. Yep. A really good idea. So there was a complaint recently by someone referred to, and I quote, a baseball industry employee about a 2014 incident of sexual misconduct. The actual thing that the official things I read said sexual misconduct. Some of the headlines said harassment, but that's not what any of the official releases said. They called it misconduct. So I don't know what that means. This was it took me like three articles to find out it was indeed a woman because they were very, um, Mm. you know, a a baseball, you know, what industry employee and they and whatever. And then later on. The attorney for this woman, and it was it was a woman. Apparently, the woman said that all these other women stepping up and talking about their experiences is what gave her the courage to speak out. Because this is what six years later, seven years later, right? So the commissioner's office had they, they had a an external law firm conduct the investigation, and they found that he did violate Major League Baseball's policies, Ugh. and so MLB has cut all ties with um, Roberto Alomar and so have the Blue Jays and they have removed him from their, their circle of excellence. The banner is coming down from Rogers Center. He is banned from baseball, basically. They, you know, they put him on what's called the ineligible list, which means no one else can hire him. He had worked for the commissioner's office as a consultant. He worked as some like special advisor for the Blue Jays. He was doing this development work in Puerto Rico, which is now also over. All of this is over. And there are no details coming forth. And... The Blue Jays said we want to protect the privacy of this very brave person who came um, who came forward, and now I'm getting depending on where you read, I'm getting different information. One article said that the complainant, this baseball industry employee, is preparing a lawsuit against Alomar oh. and the Blue Jays and MLB. Wow, which would Explo explain why they're not saying anything. But also, in the other article that I read, the attorney for this baseball industry employee said that the woman did not plan to sue or take further action and that she quote simply wants to ensure Mr. Alamar is held accountable for his wrongdoing so you know hold tight and see what happens I I didn't actually check to see like all these articles came out like at the same time yeah so I just don't know which is true but my heart is truly and completely broken over this because I'm really tired of these guys that were so important to my baseball development my love of the game watching him turn a play with fuck him Omar Vizcal was one of my favorite things to ever see watching Cleveland Baseball and now and, both of them. And now both of them. That super sucks. And that super sucks. And it just makes me deeply, deeply sad.
1: Yeah, you know, a huge thanks to our friend Edwin Hernandez Jr. on um, on Twitter. And follow him if you want anything from Liga Baseball Profesional de Roberto Clemente in Puerto Rico. He actually sent us a, a direct message saying that the LBPRC is going to take Roberto Almar's case with a lot of caution. Oh. And they will give him a chance to express himself before the board of directors. That
0: was as of two days ago. I don't know what the update on that is. Interesting. Interesting. Because they said, like the articles I read said that, they, that his consulting agreement in Puerto Rico had been ended. Hmm. This might be different. I don't know. Because he was on like the like the development commission for MLB. Right. And, it, and I think his work in Puerto Rico is part of that. But there may have been some other yeah. relationship that might be separate. I just don't know. But his his statement, Roberto Alomar's statement was, you know, he was, you know, surprised and disappointed and all this. And he said he understands it because of the current social climate. Oh shit, I was like, would you stop talking, stop say. talking sooner, right? Stop talking sooner and just say, I understand it at the end. And he, he did say what others have said, which is I look forward to the opportunity to, you know, express my, you know, to tell his side of it and, and, and whatnot, which I, sure. I, I could see where he'd want to do that. But really, our social climate is the reason that, you know, whatever this investigation turned up was bad, as opposed to you did something that was bad. And that's what the, right. the uh, investigation showed. I, that sucks. That's like
1: 10 years ago, it was OK to harass women. But now it's not.
0: Well, that was that's kind of like the Mickey Calloway defense. Right. Who is still <laughs> employed. Who is
1: still employed. Who is
0: still employed. Yeah.
1: Fuck. Speaking of the Mets, <laughs> <Because> the Mets. <laughs> actually, speaking of the Mets, we have got to support our players who are not doing well. So fantasy baseball boyfriend stuff, my catcher and i I fucked up this year by not having two catchers. I have my my backup catcher is still not called up to the majors. So I am stuck with James McCann and he's not doing well. But me being stuck with him and him not doing well, I am rooting for him still. He is a nice guy. I talked about him in episode 168. Heart and hustle dude. You know that means his heart is in the right place. He won heart and hustle twice. Had this great story, well, you know, a heart-wrenching story about how he had twins and the NICU, and that's why he did poorly one season. They're three years old now. He's a family guy. He has a lovely wife who assholes new york assholes are harassing on twitter like it's one thing to harass the dude which is totally not good anyway but to tweet at his wife saying like your husband sucks and this is
0: multiple people wait they're harassing her about what her husband is doing
1: yeah like multiple texts oh you're and and worse than that worse than that and she, of course, like, rose above it. You know, when they go Did low, we go, we go high. high. <laughs> she just wrote, stay classy, let's go Mets. Uh-huh. So power to her. And I am—I can't believe I didn't realize that he's actually McCannon for his, like, nice. cannon arm, which is so good. So yeah. yay. I am going to be hoping that James McCannon turns
0: it around this season. And I hope all those trolls... Yeah. Turn it around Fuck too, them. and like you know, maybe their mommy should know what they do. Right. Oh, hey, speaking of mommies, I'm um, a quick little aside <laughs> in the police blotter is the Disney Prince Tyler, Tyler Glass now. <laughs> Um, apparently got in trouble with his mom because he was pretty vocal on the mound and swore. And of course the sound was none, but I saw the clip and it is very clear. I mean, I think sitting across from you potty mouth <laughs> makes it very easy for me to fill in what those Remember. words would yeah. be. And apparently his, his mommy said, you need to stop swearing so much I don't know if he was actually like you know grounded or like didn't get his allowance this week or whatever but moms watch just remember remember when you are a professional ball player your mom is watching you so you know act accordingly yeah the, the carriage turned back into a pumpkin right right yeah I'm thinking these these trolls might want to you know <laughs> say, if, your, if your mom's watching you would she right? be proud of you writing these things right now okay so my current Mets boyfriend um, <laughs> Dominic Smith who I think is amazing he's so good he's so good He's still my boyfriend, but I got to say, he said a couple of things that made me go, "Eh, my boyfriend wouldn't say these things, but still. Okay. (laughs) So the Mets and the Phillies right now are fire, right? They are, they are like Dodgers Padres right now. They are at each other. So they just finished a series. Jose um, Alvarado from the Phillies, relief pitcher for the Phillies, struck out Dominic. And then he was like thumping his chest and gesturing and whatever. And, but then he, like, pointed, like, Dominic Smith was, like, walking away. He was done. He struck out. He was walking back to the dugout. And then Alvarado starts, like, yelling at him and pointing at him. So he turns around, and Alvarado, like, throws his glove down. Dominic throws his helmet down. And pretty Ooh. soon, like, every course bench is clear and whatnot. And I got to say, um, my, my Phillies boyfriend, Alec Bohm, held back Alvarado. So he gets boyfriend points for nice. trying to, like, you know, get get this to stop but afterwards Dominic said this but him pointing at me he's saying like I don't mind pimping the the, the strikeouts go ahead Yeah. but then it got personal he said but him pointing at me coming after me stuff like that I'm a grown ass man come <laughs> meet me then if you really got a problem and we can really handle it he even said Ooh. meet me in the tunnel tomorrow I mean he was like calling him out he's like okay alright if you're going to make this personal I'll smack you down I mean, you can go ahead and say, "Yeah, I struck you out. I feel good about this." Right? Like, you know, if someone's bat flipping or whatever, we talked about this last week. You know, go ahead and and be be excited about what you did, about what you accomplished, but don't start picking on somebody else about it. Again, your mom might be watching. Think about yeah. that. So, in the same series, umpires—oh my god, umpires are really all getting over the fucking place, all over the fucking place right now. So, a series of bad calls, and there was one on on. Your boyfriend, McCutcheon,
1: Love who him. I adore,
0: absolutely adore McCutcheon. Guy. And so Bryce Harper got ejected because he's yelling at the umpire from the dugout about this horrendous call that everybody could yep. see was a bad call. And it was a base running call. So that means it's not reviewable. And this was like the day after Joe Girardi ejected. Remember, he's a manager. He can't right. actually eject anybody. Um, is, is it actually Genesis or H- H- Genesis? Cabrera, yeah. who was the pitcher, he had, he's the one who hit Harper in the face with a 97 mile an hour yep. fastball, and then the next pitch hits Didi Gregorius in the ribs, right? So Girardi came out, and like the, the pitcher got a warning. I'm like, I'm sorry, you just hit right. two people super hard in very dangerous ways in a row. You need it needs to be more than a warning, and so Girardi's like pointing at the pitcher and ejecting him, which caused him to be ejected because apparently the manager of the opposing team doesn't have authority to eject your Pitcher, but shit's hitting yeah. the fan yeah. all over well, in like Mets Phillies land,
1: and and that thing goes to the three batter rule, and this is where yes. Mister Pottymouth was like, I can't fucking believe that I am agreeing with Joe Girardi, you know, ex, That's what I was ex- Yankees manager, because the point is he hits Harper in the face, and then he hits Gregorius, so and the has first no control right. He's dangerous. So so you're gonna let him pitch to a third dude? Like, can you imagine being that third dude coming up? Like...
0: Oh, my God. This is why you want to eject him. If Mm -hmm. he clearly has no control, that's your way out of this. Yeah. So the the umpires have control over that. They could say, yeah, you you have no control. You're out of here. You know, pull somebody else in. He cannot pitch anymore today. He's going to hurt somebody. And he did. I mean, Harper had to go to the hospital to get checked out. Yeah. Girardi was absolutely right. Absolutely right. I know. It felt so weird to say, "Ooh, yeah, Girardi, you're right.
1: Well, and the other thing is, like, I very rarely these days have sympathy for Bryce Harper, you know, since deserting us and all. But he did an Instagram from the hospital basically to let people know I'm okay and he looked all right and oh my god, to take a pitch to the face is like yep.
0: crazy. But Yep,
1: apparently that had happened to
0: Girardi. Which right. is one of the reasons he was so exceptionally horrified by this, because he also had gotten hit in the face, and you know, oh terribly, like, you know, 20 years ago or whatever it was. But, I can't imagine. Yeah. So um, there's just a lot going on there. And the meantime, over in Cubs and Reds land, <laughs> yes. almost the exact same thing happened, where Amir Garrett it strikes out Anthony Rizzo. Back to Anthony Rizzo, right? Super good guy, right? Yep. And he starts thumping and, and yelling and whatever. Great. So celebrate. You struck out Anthony Rizzo. But then he starts yelling at Rizzo. Why the hell would you yell at Rizzo? Well, Javier Baez, my former Cubs boyfriend, was having none of this. So he starts yelling at him, you know, from the dugout. And then, of course, jumps over the dugout and, you know, mayhem ensues and benches clear and everybody's yelling at each other. And what he said, what Javier said was, you know, go ahead and celebrate what you did and celebrate with your team, but don't be disrespecting my teammates. And again, I am not excited about starting a fight about this. Right, I'm not. I get the point. I got Dominic's point, but it's it's the same point. It's like, great, you struck out somebody, you won that battle, yay for you. But don't then shit all over the guy, you know, who lost that battle. Um, but it did result in the best baseball photo of the week. Mike Mustakis, who's on the Reds, you know, was holding Javier Baez back. And this is a great shot of, like, you know, is like, hugging him and Javi, like, over his shoulder, flipping off somebody. And it's like, yep. yeah, a lot of people now have that um, in prominent places on their home electronics, I believe. Um, yeah, so it was a pretty I'm, exciting um, police plotter this week. A lot happened. Yeah, I
1: love that picture for so many reasons. But the other thing about this situation, though, is... All these guys are guys I like. Yeah. I like Amir Garrett a yeah. lot. Yeah. I like his presence. Yeah. I like his attitude. And I love Rizzo and I love Moustakis and, and yeah. Javi Baez. So it's so hard when so many guys that you've like learned to love are in this situation. I, I was just
0: thinking that both of the guys that did the holding back of the person um, were my, my boyfriends.
1: Oh, there. There, Stubbies be...
0: was a, was a former boyfriend, so he was like trying to like reduce the violence. Mm-hmm. So I feel I feel good about that.
1: When we get an intern someday, we're gonna have to keep track of those baseball boyfriend points. Yeah. If there are any volunteers out there, just just let we us know. We so need an intern. Yeah. Oh
0: my god, we so freaking need an intern. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Hey, um, so. Uh, An interesting venture into the land of COVID this week. We've got some new things to talk about. Um, Very briefly, two players, I'm guessing one of them is somebody you already mentioned, Mm. and two staff members uh, tested positive this week, which is pretty good out of the like 12,000 plus tests that they ran this week. And that brings the total to 20 teams that have had somebody in their tier one level, that's a player or a coach or a trainer, somebody like in that first, that close, the close in circle to the players, test positive. But, um, yeah, now I'm a little worried about uh, what's happening in the stands.
1: Yeah, I got to say that it's been super weird watching the Red Sox Rangers games because the stands are so full. And behind home plate for the Rangers, it's bizarre. There are like food tables. Like it's sort of it looks like the scene on top of the green monster at Fenway where you have like a table that's facing the field and you can sit there and eat. But it's like all these people like right behind home plate. So that's where the camera's looking at eating, not masked, packed in because there are no restrictions for the Rangers. And apparently that's going so well that Atlanta is following and they're expanding capacity to 100 percent on May 7th. They're saying, don't worry. We still have safety measures. You still have to wear your mask if you're not eating. But, man, looking at the rangers' park, nobody was wearing a fucking mask. And they're packed in, right? Cashless concessions, that's going di- to make a difference. Mobile tickets. And, of course... No bags. That's going to prevent COVID way yeah. better
0: than limiting the number of people there. I don't understand the no bags. Thing. I get the no bags. Uh, the, what? I, what the no bags should be is don't have your things in a bag when you go through the line, but you can bring an empty bag to put them in because they don't want to. <laughs> well, here it is. They want to look. They don't it. want to slow the line down. Okay. They don't want people bunching up in line waiting to get into the ballpark, and okay. I understand that, but they shouldn't say no bags. They should say, you know, you can have an empty bag and you can put your stuff in a bag once you get through security it's just to get through security quicker but they don't say that right. and it's bad and it's and they're not yeah i don't know if they think it's just understood that that's the case but you know all these teams are giving away freaking tote bags right <laughs> as part of their you know the, on this day on this game it's got the world series tote bag or we've got the you know whatever tote bag you can it's okay to have a bag once you're in you yes. just can't carry your stuff in in a bag but they don't say that
1: well, and the, the kind of shitty thing for – this is this is the Braves team, if, if I haven't said it already. Shit, you mean the Atlanta shit, team. Shit. This, is, <laughs> this is the Atlanta team, if I haven't said it already. Um, they are not refunding tickets for cash. You can get your ticks refunded for a game later in the season, but it has to be used this season. So if you bought your tickets for, say, next week – Thinking that you're going into
0: a limited situation. Holy crap. Right. That's shitty. That's way shitty. Oh, yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many reasons to be unhappy with the way the, the Atlanta team is running. Hey, you know what I remember the other day? I was trying to think of it because uh, family members were asking if the Cleveland team had changed their name mm. the, yet. And that made me think of the Atlanta team. And I was like, wait, we had an idea for the Atlanta We thought the Atlanta team should be the Hammers. Right. And I think we should say that a lot so somebody will hear it and make the Atlanta team the Hammers. Because they should that's be. such a better thing. And then we could use those Hammers to knock sense into them about their <laughs> policies. <laughs> that works. Now, on the other hand, other ballparks are doing good things. We talked about Camden Yards having free testing at home games last week. There's more.
1: Yeah, and my heart is in Fenway Park. So first they had they were an election site. We could vote there, which is so fucking cool. And you could get your vaccine there. And now 15 of the Boston high schools are going to be having their graduations there. And actually today, as I was listening to the game when they were playing at Rangers, Emerson College was having their graduation there.
0: So how cool is that? Yeah. You know, so when you had mentioned that, I looked around and a lot of colleges are having their commencements at ballparks. And the the reason that's a good idea, if you're not picturing it, is because you can have the thousands of people, you know, not just one guest or whatever. And be socially distant and see an in-person graduation. So many schools are still doing virtual ones, but like Georgetown here, you know, in in D.C. is having theirs at Nats Park. Um, Catholic University is actually using FedEx Field where the Washington football Hmm. team place. San Diego State is using um Petco, Drexel's using the bank in Philadelphia, Marlins are you know, they're what are they Lone Depot now, I think. They're oh, they're hosting some commencement Chase Field has. My favorite related thing is that um Progressive Field in Cleveland they're one of their their club lounges, a big lounge, is hosting a high school prom. Oh, that's so good. Isn't that great? Is they can have a prom and a great big space.
1: That's so good because yeah. here like they're not having proms. They're having senior activities. So to be able to do a prom safely. do a real prom. Safely.
0: I mean, can you imagine like getting like your mask to match your your dress and, and, and like your cummerbund I love that. and your flowers? Yeah, I think that that's great. But I mean, yeah, so I don't know if this is just like a money making thing for ballparks or they're really just trying to help out or what, but I'm really happy that they're there. I think a lot of minor league parks are also, um That's so brilliant. is getting used for this. I'm, I'm really happy about that.
1: Baseball parks, it totally makes sense. Totally makes yeah. sense. You know, while, while I'm having my Red Sox corner, I just <laughs> want to say another shout out to the, the Red Sox, who I adore besides the fact that he hasn't hit in like the past 12 at bats or something like that, Kike Hernandez. The the one uh, there's so many things to love about him, but that he is def- self-deprecating in a very funny way. So he missed a catch in center field that ended up being a home run because he just ran into the wall, oh, like no. just absolutely oh. misjudged where the wall was. This I think is still, it's still there, right? I well, mean, he's not getting
0: used to it. Or this what? is
1: in at, at Rangers, so oh, it Rangers. wasn't even oh, at Fenway. Okay, but that that I love about him is that he has posted it. All over his social media with things like "I swear the wall moved in ten feet right before the pitch." I yeah. hope she's okay Oh because he hit, hit her that really hard, and so he, you know, he hasn't been doing so well lately. I'm wondering if he should have gotten checked out after
0: that. I <laughs> think that might be cause and effect. Yeah, maybe. Oh my God! Well, speaking of the Red Sox, we're going to talk about our predictions. Oh my so God! We made predictions at the beginning of the season. I feel so um, guilty. We're not going to talk about the player predictions because some of the people that we aren't even playing yet, right? Right. We'd pick some folks who are either on the IL or they haven't been called up yet or whatever. So we're going to leave those for maybe another month or two. But we're going to check in on the teams. And I'm saying, hey, how about those Red Sox? Because both of us picked teams that were not Red Sox teams. Everybody in the world picked teams that were not Red Sox teams to win the AL East. I had the Yankees, who are actually not completely in last place anymore. They're tied for the middle, right now, and you had Toronto, I think it was probably, I think, yeah, it's also tied for the Mm middle-ish there, but Boston is winning by a couple, they're leading by a couple of games.
1: I feel so guilty because this was one of mine, like, I usually pick with the heart, not with the intellect, and and when we were doing our predictions, I was like, I just can't pick the Red Sox, I just can't, and look at them, and they actually have, as of today,
0: as of recording, the most wins in all of Major League Baseball folks. We both picked the White Sox based on data, and they're doing really well they're actually yeah. in second they're doing beautifully but kansas city who we almost never oh talk God. about sorry about that is currently winning the central we did however strike gold on the al west we both picked oakland. oakland turned it around i mean they started out in this huge slump and then they had this great great streak although weirdly like the o's are a's killers i mean the hey. orioles beat the a's on a regular basis they i think they're they are currently losing to them right now, but they won yesterday and the day before. And it's it's freaking amazing. But Oakland is like way ahead. So you and I had the exact same predictions for the National League. We had Mets, St. Louis, and San Diego. And interestingly, people are saying that the NL West is where all the action is right now because of the um, the Padres, Dodgers yeah. which is a really oh, good yeah. rivalry. But the NL East is a freaking dead heat. I mean I think that's the most interesting division because huh. how close the teams are three teams the Phillies the Mets and Washington this was before the Nationals just won their game um, a little while ago so I haven't checked again but they're basically in a dead heat wow. for the top of that. So I mean and they're all like all the teams were within a couple of games. At the most, I think Miami fell a little bit because that's who the Nationals beat. But they're like all right in there, uh-huh. so it's pretty exciting. So, so you know, I count that as a win for us because okay. Okay. the Mets are part of that. You know, the, the the trifecta that's in the lead. St. Louis again. That there's there we had St. Louis there running second till Milwaukee, who we didn't see coming. And then we both had San Diego, which was a, we thought was risky because everyone was saying the Dodgers. And where the heck did San Francisco come from? The Giants are leading the West. I had no clue. Had, yes, the, the, the Giants are leading the West. So we are, it's early. Right. Well, let's go with it's early. Right.
1: Like, look at the Nationals. What was it? When they won the World Series 11, at this point. Yeah. Yep. So,
0: hey. Yep. Anything can happen. So the first show of every month, we'll be checking in on those. All right. Sounds good. We'll see
1: how we do next <laughs> month. As, as I've been watching the Rangers with the, the series against the Red Sox, I've had my eye on Brock Holt, who I miss terribly because he was a fabulous Red Sox player. And then he came for a brief moment here to the Nationals. And now he's playing in Texas, which is actually where he's from. This is actually oh, his home team. Nice. So that is a good thing. But he is... Nice guy, number one, so cool when he so he when he was with the Red Sox, he was the jimmy fund Jimmy fund captain for three years. and this is a very cool thing that the Red Sox does that they that they support the Jimmy fund, which is a fund for kids with cancer, and that every year there's a captain, there's a player who runs it and and Holt got very attached to them, and I saw a recent interview with him that says he's still communicating with the families from the Jimmy Fund that he knew then, that they're FaceTiming and that he feels like he has lifelong relationships.
0: He seems like that guy. I only paid attention to him when he was a national because, you know, he wasn't Mm -hmm. on my radar before that, but he just really does seem like that guy who's all in.
1: And he has the cutest kids. Oh, my God. His two kids are adorable. His wife is lovely. And so now they have a Holt Off Cancer t-shirt and you can get it. We're going to hopefully put the, put the link in, in our notes. And $8 a shirt or a cap goes to a split between, and this is fa- fabulous, the Pediatric Oncology Unit at Cook's Children's Hospital in Fort Worth so for the Rangers, but he's still supporting the Jimmy Fund in Boston because he has those connections. That's great. And it is a funny design. It's a gold ribbon, which apparently is the, the symbol for pediatric cancer, with a cowboy hat because you know the Rangers, and a big old mustache that is like his mustache currently. And the whole team got them and wore them at batting practice on Monday, which is super cool. But the other super cool thing about this is that run, at least, was printed by his high school baseball coach, who apparently has a printing company now. So now that he's in Texas, connected with his high school coach, his whole team is wearing. So buy your Holt Off Cancer t-shirt.
0: Wow, I don't like anything about how you described how that shirt yeah, looks. Yeah, actually, but like everything it's... about what you said. Yeah, <laughs> about, <laughs> about the point of the shirt.
1: Yep, Mr. Potty Mouse <laughs> said you're going to buy one. I
0: was like, hey, I don't know. Maybe, I just check. maybe I'll w- just write a check. Maybe, maybe our <laughs>
1: listeners are going
0: to have that kind of taste. Oh yeah, I can't see either of us really going right. with the cowboy hat and the mustache situation. Yeah, I just don't know. I'm out of beer again. And then, can I just say, I want I want our listeners to know that we have been splitting beers. Yeah, and it's not actually, like we have. It's not beer. like we have downed two giant beers. We have split two giant beers so far. So um, asking for tech support for a third beer is really only a one and a half beer. Yeah. Look, see, I can still do math. If I can still do math, we're okay. I'm going to ask for a small beer. Could we please have a small beer? That's excellent. Hey, um, we're not the only ones who cross-train. The Pioneer League, which is the independent league, didn't used to be independent, but Major League Baseball made it so, mm. In out West, is cross-training with hockey and i actually seriously love this. So the the reason that them being part of an independent an independent league is actually very important because if they're not an affiliate team in minor league baseball, they don't get money from major league baseball. So they're now responsible for all the expenses for the team. And you know what? You know how we call free baseball, like extra innings free baseball? Like, oh, yay, we get free baseball. It's not free baseball for the team that, it, for the home team. Oh. They are paying. Good point. For the lights, for the staff. They're paying for all those things. Thank you. Uh, we just got a Diamonds Are Forever. Three From Stars Three beer. Stars Brewery. Thank you, Mr. Potty Mouth. Thank you, Three Stars Beer, for having a baseball-themed beer in time for us. Here's my glass. Thank you. So it's actually expensive, and Major League Baseball is not helping anymore because now it's, you know, you are an independent league. So, you know, suck it up, buttercup. They have said in some things, I've read, oh, we're doing this thing because of pitcher health. They are doing it for pitcher health. They're doing it for financial health as well. And here's what they're doing. They said no extra innings. Wow. None, none of this crazy runner on second stuff. That's bull crap. <laughs> we're not doing that. We're having a freaking shootout. Remember, in, you know, in hockey, those of you who watch hockey, hi, that's me, um, when there's a tie game, you it goes to a shootout after, you know, right. an, an overtime period or two or four, whatever it is, it ends up with the shootout. It doesn't go forever. So what they said was, you know what, let's just do the shootout. Right away, and the shootout is basically a home run derby, but they can't call it a home run derby because of you know TM trademark. (laughs) They can't say that, so it's like the home run solution to this you know the uh, extra inning problem. (laughs) Here's how it works: if the teams are tied up at the end of nine innings, the each team chooses one batter. And they are pitched five batting practice pitches, like in the home run derby. It's not like the other team is, like, throwing, you know, fastballs inside. It's their coach is lobbing them giant grapefruit-sized pitches so they can, you know, do moonshots. That sounds
1: fun. Doesn't that sound fun? fun? fun So for for viewers. You've
0: got, like, two guys head-to-head who gets more home runs out of five batting practice type pitches. I love it. If that doesn't solve the situation, they do another five. They pick a new guy. They each have a new batter and they do it one more time. And then if it's still tied, they go with actual sudden death, which, you know, is like the first person to score. So how they do that is they flip a coin and one, whoever wins the coin toss goes first. They hit a home run. It's over. If they don't, and then the other guy does, it's over. And then they go back and forth. The first home run then wins the whole shebang. And I am here for it. We need to do a road trip. We need to
1: find the closest Pioneer League team. I believe they're in the Rockies.
0: Oh, we know people. Oh. We know people who live there. Oh, hey, Blake. Hey, Blake. So maybe it's not a road trip. Maybe it's an air trip. I don't yes. know. But
1: um, That would be so fun.
0: But that would be super fun, because I want to see this actually happen. They do have a couple of other rules, um, a designated hitter and a designated... Runner rule that. Hmm. So this, by the way, they are not associated with Major League Baseball. So this is not MLB saying, "Hey, would you try this rule out for us?" MLB wants nothing to do. with They didn't ask MLB, "Can we do this home run derby?" They don't have to. They are separate from this. There may be some interest in their designated hitter and runner idea, which is you could have somebody come in to hit for a player and not remove that player from the game.
1: Oh like, wow! So if you
0: want somebody to hit for your first baseman, you they can hit one one played appearance and then they're done they can't come back in the game that first baseman can continue to play first base and they could hit later on if they want to but, but it doesn't s- separate defense is what you're saying so yeah, so uh, you you aren't going to be replacing that guy. Like if, if you're pinch hitting for your first baseman, your first baseman can actually stay in the game wow. they can bat- and even hit again. And even even hit again. So it's just like a one time oh, play playhead. And the same thing with the runner. Like if your catcher has bad legs from you know squatting all the time, you can have somebody come in. If they get on base, be their pinch runner and not affect their hmm. that player's ability to stay in as a catcher. So woohoo! I think they're having a great time. So good for them. They got screwed by Major League Baseball. So. Have at it. Do some crazy shit. Make it freaking fun. Sure. Why not? I'm
1: going to talk about women's baseball everywhere but here, damn it. So we need to get with the fucking program. I think I talked... Well, not the British program. (laughs) Well, yeah. So actually in both of these cases, there are some major problems. So kudos to both Great Britain and Australia for actually saying the words Women's Baseball League. Fair enough. Both of them have pretty much gotten that far for deserving the credit. So we've got a little bit of a ways to go. The British Baseball Federation had a huge fuck up. So they, they last year had announced this Women's League, but hey, COVID. So postpone to this year. Still, everybody's got to get their websites together because the websites are not the source of the most up-to-date information, which is a problem. Last Sunday, so today is Sunday, a week ago, they posted on social media something that they thought was going to be encouraging for women's baseball for this year. And the text was, you know, British Baseball Federation Women's Baseball League coming soon. History awaits. So you'd think that would be a great thing. Women's baseball kicking off this year in Great Britain. But it was an actual like stock photo image of a topless woman from the back with a baseball helmet on. And of course, all the women involved were like, what the actual fuck? They
0: clearly asked not a single woman. Right. I'm like, really? Right. Why are there no women involved in this ad campaign? Why are you not? Have you heard of focus groups? They yeah. would have shot this down pretty damn quickly. And may I just say, that woman would not be caught dead playing baseball mm-hmm. without a sports bra. That's right. <laughs> That's, I'm sorry. Yep. That particular woman, for sure, would not be caught dead without a sports bra for this game.
1: So many levels of wrong. And so, of course, people start freaking out. It took them a decent amount of time before they issued their shitty apology. And I really don't think it is a decent apology. I didn't
0: actually see it. So does it meet any of the requirements for an apology?
1: All right. It says, and actually, I I could read the whole thing if I click this open. It says, last Sunday... We posted an image on social media promoting women's baseball that caused pain and distress. So right there, I'm pissed off with that first fucking sentence. It caused pain. and Not we caused pain and distress. The image inadvertently caused pain and distress. To give them
0: a half credit point, they didn't say if it caused pain and distress. There you go. Because that's the worst. It's right. not good. But it could have been worse. Oh my God, the bar is so low. Here we go.
1: Especially for women who played baseball. We are deeply upset by the pain we've caused. Okay. And before we say anything else, we simply want to say that we hear you and we are sorry. We want everyone in our community to know that we are taking this as a chance to further educate ourselves. It was never the intention to misrepresent women baseball players in the image used in our social media post, nor to have caused any harm or offense to anyone. We've worked really hard to help create the Women's Baseball League and to build a platform for female baseball players, and we're very proud of that. Nevertheless, we know that our intentions here don't matter. What matters is how it has made people feel, and for that, we are genuinely sorry. So th- th- this is the part that I, ha- I have a problem with. There's a little bit more, but still, it's that people felt this way. We didn't
0: intend it. I'm take. at a C plus with that. I think... I mean, they failed because clearly there were no women involved. It's like, we worked Mm -hmm. really hard without the benefit of actually consulting any women at all. Right. But They didn't say that part. That was parenthetical. Um, And they probably didn't intend to cause any harm. Of course not. But they were freaking clueless. And that was preventable mayhem. That was easily avoidable. And they should know better. Ask any woman and say, here's a picture. What does it make you think? And what I think when I see that is that's how you want to get frat boys to come to your women's baseball games. Absolutely. That's what that image is. That's the only thing that image does. Right. And the first thing they can fucking
1: do is clean up their website so that I understand when the women's baseball is starting. I had to go to Facebook to find out that the London Mets have an open training next Saturday. So that's May 8th. But I don't know what's happening with anybody else.
0: I could help them. They, all they need to do is fly me to London, that, and, and ooh, I could really work with them. That sounds nice. That, that sounds sound nice. But, I, um, I, I am. I, I refuse to work topless. <laughs> sports bra or nothing, <laughs> suckers.
1: I am impressed that it is Great Britain. There is there's a Scottish team as well, oh, or yay. two. So that's good.
0: And I just I hope- would like to drink with them. I that oh, oh now that was just a blatant that stereotype that I just promoted. I'm okay, but I bet but I, I'm not wrong. <laughs> just a hunch.
1: They have a little bit of time to get their shit together because the European Women's Baseball Championship again. Do we have one of those here? No, it's postponed to 2022, and that will include France, the Netherlands, the Czech Republic, and
0: Great Britain. This weekend. Were they, wait, hold on. Were they just mm-hmm. saving money on uniforms? I don't know. That's maybe that maybe. was it. Maybe they're just starting. I'm like, well, we yeah. can afford the pants, but that's it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been drinking.
1: Oh, yes. Just a bit. Just a bit. Let's go to Australia. That would, that would be fun. That would be so fun. Oh. They had women's baseball happening this weekend, but it's another yes, but. They had oh, promised man. to to do Women's Baseball League this year, and they didn't get enough funding,
0: apparently. Did Manny Ramirez abscond with the funding when he didn't show up to play for their team? No what
1: the fuck is going on with Australian baseball? You know, obviously, this is this all leads to why isn't this happening in the U.S. where we actually have a huge amount of baseball. But Australia wins baseball. They decided to have a showcase because they couldn't afford the whole league this year. And the showcase was two days, yesterday and today. This is Saturday and Sunday. And they were supposed to be three inning games or five inning games. And then it's been a mix. Like, from what I can see from the results, it was four innings, then three innings, then five innings, then four innings. So
0: I hear the ladies get tired easily. Right. So you wouldn't want to push it and have them play a full game. I mean, that would really screw with their childbearing years.
1: It's it, Like, a four-inning game and then the three. Why not just play a fucking game? Like, that, you could play a game. So there is. And and it was two teams, the Adelaide Giants against the Brisbane Bandit Bandits, and they each won two. So it's a tie in this showcase. Nobody won. I don't know. They still have the League of Her Own tab on the, this website, which needs much improvement. And it says that they need to do this fundraising for the women's team because according to Sports Australia, which apparently is the Australia authority for sports, high-performance funding is actually earmarked for male high performance outcomes only
0: that sounds like erectile dysfunction (laughs) high performance outcomes all of your fundraising money goes for extracurricular activities Mm -hmm. not actually women's sports yep wow but you know what the ladies that play in great britain will enjoy that apparently yeah so yeah wow this is really a disaster i mean We want to hold these countries up as good examples for trying to establish leagues. And they're failing, and that's, that's really hard. And I just don't know if it's because they're not asking the right people to be involved or it's just a couple of folks trying to make things happen and they just don't have the resources to make it happen. I mean, we've got, you know... We have got resources in this country that have been trying to get women's leagues together, and we know how to do it, and we still haven't done it on a national level. We've done it on regional levels and whatever, and I think we have enough people who could really pull it off, but still not. We need to
1: get this together. I mean, it's just amazing that Europe has a women's conference, and we have the team that comes together for the Women's Baseball World Cup every couple years. You know, of years. if
0: I were independently wealthy, right, some of this time and money could go towards helping make this happen. Yeah. Unfortunately, I am not, so I, I'm just here to rant. Yeah, me too. And drink your beer.
1: Yeah, that that's, it, it works. It totally works. I'm going to give men just a brief breath of air, which is the Dutch Baseball League. You can watch for free on YouTube. They have a free stream. It started April 29th. And what I love about them is they're called Honkball. <laughs> Honkball, hoof de classe.
0: Yeah. I love it. Oh, that's that's the best. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there was that umpire that was calling strikes that was honking when he would call strike. <laughs> it's Honkball. I wonder if he came from the Dutch Baseball League. I mean, maybe we shouldn't have made fun of him. Maybe it's like... Okay. It could I'll be. Stop.
1: It could be. You know, the the very last thing I'm going to say is watch Taiwanese baseball because I love breakfast baseball and the Green Tank Kao Kuching had his 1800th Did I say that right? 1800? Yes, you I did. can't. This is a Lion, one of my wonderful Lions base hit on Friday and he is the third player in CPBL to do that. So, hats off to Kao Kuching. That's who, pretty yeah. cool.
0: That is pretty cool. Yeah, I am not doing as well with my fantasy league as a lot of these um, other players that we're talking about. There haven't been a lot of changes since last week, um, and Diana, the hot, hot mess baseball mom, is still winning, um, followed by Karen's Woo-hoo. legit team. Um, Glenn did a, a fine name change at last, and he's still third. Bono's boyfriends is still fourth, and the leftovers have left us behind. Yeah, and that's the kids, Mr. the kids vaulted. To sixth place, and then here we are at seventh and eighth, and by we, I mean Potty Mouth at seventh, and me holding at eighth for weeks on end. So, yeah. Um, Wait, you you want to
1: say Glenn's name, because I want to give him some credit for this. I don't understand it, but...
0: What uh, uh, oh so, yeah assume. so so Glenn's new name is iZombie. is for adults. iZombie is a TV show. Oh, that's it, why I don't understand. And it is, I is for don't adults. Speak TV. It is for adults, and I, I enjoy it. So I hope that's what he's okay. referring to, because it looks like it's what it, it's referring to. And and Glenn is the bow nose boyfriends, and Mr. Potty Mouth is leftovers, and the kids are the kids. Yeah, yeah, and then potty and me, and then sorry everybody else. We we're not gonna, you know.
1: Well, a shout out to to Marla. Hey Marla, thanks
0: thanks for well, hanging and, out with well, us. Okay then, and Deborah, Deborah and and Roberto. That, that's I mean and Alberto. That's fine. But um, yeah, I just didn't want to say. By the way, we are beating some of you. <laughs>
1: and <laughs> just, then I went and did it. Yeah, well, then I went and did that, it. That's fair. You know, I think I gotta check Vino Tinto, the Venezuelan team, to make sure that he's got those shaken D backs on there because. Yeah, he yeah. could – could, there's some Venezuelan shaking I, D-backs.
0: I, I, well, I believe, I believe he does. Well, he could only have one.
1: Right, and that's right. I think right. he got Peralta. Oh. Yeah. Well, maybe he dances better than he plays. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Hey, so this is another week where we're not going to games, we mm. really need to discuss – I am. Oh. Are I you? I am,
1: yeah. Oh. Friday night, Mr. and I are going to see the Red Sox at Camden Yards, oh, which is always like a, you know, a rough – Oh, they better fucking win situation, but no, yeah, I'm excited because yeah,
0: that's that's why I'm not going yeah, yeah. because I'll be rooting against you and then yeah, okay, fine, fine, that's all right, that's all right. I'll, I'll just you know sit down. Um, I am looking at our um our. Cal Ripkin Collegiate Wooden Bat League is going to be starting up. They'll be playing. The question is, will they be able to have fans in the stands? Uh, so they're still working that out. So they're starting in June. Wow. Um, we'll see what happens. It could be that um, we can go see some tiny, tiny local baseball. That'd and, be fun. And um, I don't know if we talked about this before, but the Thunderbolts actually recruit Taiwanese players. <gasps> who ha- I know last summer a couple really? of them got drafted. By, one got drafted by the Dragons and one got drafted by the Guardians last summer.
1: Oh, so, I need to find those names. I can help you with that. Oh my goodness. So hey, yeah, so, so friends. They,
0: yeah, so they so cool. They they do get Taiwanese players that come here for the summer too. Yeah.
1: Oh, now I'm thinking I should host somebody. They like, need host. I, I should host a Taiwanese player. Would that be fucking cool to host a Taiwanese player? That sure. would be so good. Okay, so
0: now we're babbling. All right, sorry. So maybe, <laughs> maybe that's what we're doing this week is working all of those things out. Yeah. I hope that you are going to some baseball games or at least watching some on various electronic devices, however people do it anymore these days. Please feel free to listen to some back episodes of our show and rate and review if you like. And tell your friends if you think they'd enjoy listening to us talk about baseball. Please find us on social media
1: hang out with us on twitter ncib podcast facebook
0: and instagram no crying in b-ball all right and you've gotten your vaccines already right if not you've got them scheduled right and you're still wearing your mask when you need to wear your mask and you're washing your hands and you're watching your distance and you are fighting the man because that's so important and until next week say good night potty mouth good night potty mouth
1: Aren't they the best? Oh my gosh. Hey
0: now, hey now. Check you know.